right. Welcome to Your Time, Your Money, the show where your time is just as valuable as your money. And we know that. We thank you so much for tuning in and listening and subscribing. Very important that any listener subscribe. Like, share, today. subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Like, Let's get it. Yeah, exactly. Well, welcome. Welcome, Mark. It's been a long time. I haven't seen you in almost like like two months. I mean, it's been so busy. We've been out, you know, working our tails off, making sure people are Yeah, we had a little technical away. difficulty. What we got... So, <laughs> Situated and sorted out. The uh, jackhammering so is now done, as yeah. you can well hear. <laughs> Which we're back in the swing of things. So we got a great topic today. It's going to be a burst session, so a little, little bit shorter than some of our normal sessions, but I think very important uh, because, you know, there's a lot of, I guess you would say, different philosophies centered around the simple question of what is an advisor? Yeah, and I think there's been, through, through the history of, of what we've done as advisors, you know, there's been a lot of changes in the industry, right? And I want to flip our timer here so we know where we sure, are. Sure, let's right? get into so it. Your time and your money. That's right. Um, the, the, the industry has changed a lot, right? With, with the DOL ruling, the fiduciary ruling, you know, I feel like people have different expectations of their advisor. And I feel like a lot of people out there actually don't have any expectations at all. And I think that's a problem, right? And, and, and that, you know, we always like to say the problem first to know what we're tackling. But, you know, what is an advisor? What should they do? What should they not do? Uh, you know, how deep down the rabbit hole should you go? I have some great, you know, anecdotal stories that I think will hit home with a lot of people. But, you know, I, I think the first most important thing is the landscape. Yeah, and a lot of that's you know? driven by, uh, you know, commercial advertising. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of firms out there that in their advertisement, they say, is your advisor a fiduciary? Right. Or, you know, they, they put things out there and, and clients don't necessarily know what that means. Well, I think people and, in general don't know what it means, yeah, right? You know, because you know, anybody. That word financial advisor can be a million different things to, to each person that is an investor. Yeah. But it can also be different to different professions as well. I mean, listen, I've been in some pretty phenomenal locker rooms in my life as an athlete. And I heard some horror stories, right? Guys would trust the wrong people with their money and they would be broke. They would have nothing when it came down to the end of it, right? And, you know, at the end of the day, I think the first and the most important meeting with an advisor is your first meeting when you set those expectations and you have those standards of, hey, you know, what happens if you're sick? What happens if you're not there? What happens if, you know, I can't get a hold of you? And then if, if I can, then what do those conversations look like? Yeah, right? well, and let's talk a little bit too today about how we scrub advisors, meaning right. where, where, what resources can an investor go to to Great. check their guy out? Make sure, the right yeah. Make sure they're the right person. Make sure they're the right person. Tackle that. Um, I have some stories. You know, and, and that's a good starting point, I think, for, for mm-hmm. investors is, is if you're going to start working with an individual or you're meeting with an individual, there's nothing wrong with looking under hood, so to speak. You know, sure. ha- has this person had customer complaints before? Ha- have there been things that, that are on the record? Our, our regulatory body is great at making sure that that information is out there mm-hmm. and maintained because they want to protect the consumer. They right. want to protect the consumer against somebody that maybe is not doing the right job. Well, right? I mean, I feel like a great analogy there, right? A lot of what, a, what, a, what, a, what, a, what, a, what does every parent have on the world? Kids, right? If you go to put your kid in a daycare, what's the first thing you do? Yeah, check out the daycare. You check out the daycare and you see if it has any issues. Yep. Are there any formal issues with the daycare? And if it does have issues, you're the, what's the first question you're going to ask? Why? Why? What? What yeah. happened? What happened? Right. You want to see some documentation? You yeah. Know, you know. I mean. So you know, one place is that that the investor can go and look is Finra Broker Check. Yep. You know, and it, it's a great resource. You can put in a person's name, the city that they're mm-hmm. in, or whatever, uh, and it tells you a lot 
in their detailed report about that advisor. It, it gives you their past history, you know, were they at different firms? It gives you whether there were any disclosures or things that were filed that maybe uh, a dispute or settlement or something like that. Yep. Uh, you know, and what it does, it also lays out the states that that person can work in. Right. It lays out their licenses and, and licenses are different based on what they can do and, and how they can transact business with you. Yeah. And, uh, and it's important that the investor educates themselves a little bit about what those licenses mean. Well, I feel like, you know, we go back to, you know, our process, uh, you know, I think what makes us special and a lot of other advisors don't do it is we actually lead with organization, right? We lead with referring people to a great estate planning place. That's not us. We lead with a great CPA planning place. That's not us. And I feel like when you start to tie that bow and you, and you, and you bring in those other factors, you become holistic. And that's really what we're getting to here is that when you talk to an advisor, it might be about uh, a loan that you have or a debt that you have and how to pay it off. Or that you're planning on changing jobs, but you're not sure if the new job offers better as it comes to comp or overtime compared to your current job that may have a pension. Correct. So I, f- I feel like that that's where sometimes people fall short with their advisor. You could call your advisor and have a talk that's nothing to do with your accounts and more to do with your next decision because you need that analytical brain. You need that real detached from emotion. And we're going to really think about what's the best scenario. And there are advisors out there and even some on our team that are good money managers. Right. They, they design and they develop portfolios and, and that's their thing. You know, they're, they're behind the scenes doing the research, the white papers, you know, where's my best investment mix? What, you know, what's the best areas or sectors to be in today? Yeah. But not everybody that says they're an advisor is a money manager. Correct. And, 100%. And, and clients sometimes confuse that and say, oh, well, this is the guy that manages the investments on my that's money. A, I think that's a great point. I, re- I want you to say that again, but make it easier. Pretend like I have no idea what that means. What's a white sheet? I, I don't know what that means. Help me understand yeah, that. So, so, so I want people to know. Yeah, so a good analogy to that is, you know, a lot of people are familiar with building a home. There we go. And the general contractor or the person in charge of the home and building the home and getting it done is yeah. the person you're hiring. But they sub out that work. Gotcha. So like an advisor, Electric, plumbing. an advisor is overseeing your financial house building, so to speak. Great analogy. But they're subcontracting out. What? They're, a, you know, in, in a contractor's case, a plumber, electrician or whatever, whereas an advisor may be saying, hey, you know what? We're going to rely on this company to manage this part of the portfolio, yep. this fund advisory group or this annuity company or this life insurance company Great for example. all those pieces of your financial home. It's almost like the the uh, conductor of, of the, of of an the orchestra, orchestra right? or the orchestra, it, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you have all the different orchestra pieces playing together, but the conductor's helping you control it so it makes sense. And I think, you know, more so than more often than not, you know, people will switch jobs, they'll change jobs, and then they won't call their advisor. And and then all of a sudden, a year or two later, you know, we're following up, we're checking in, you know, within six months, within 12 months, we call, and then it's, oh, hey, I left that job like a year ago. But the old 401k is still there, or the old, you know, SEP is still there. And uh, yeah, I just left it there. You know, I didn't think about that, right? I feel like that's got to be the number one thing you do when you're going to change jobs, make a huge life decision, whether it be buying a house or changing jobs or taking out a a HELOC, right, to pay off a credit card. I just had that conversation with a dear friend. He had a huge credit card and no mortgage. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. How did this happen, Right. How is someone not telling you that you just do a small HELOC on your house at three or four percent interest and pay off your credit card at twenty one? Yeah, a good, a good advisor 
knows where to bring in a professional. Mm-hmm. And they know enough about each industry that they know what their limits are. Right. I, I'm very cautious of an advisor that tries to do it all on their own without de- developing pro- <clears throat> professional relationships like we do yeah. with CPAs, attorneys, and, and our listeners know because those are a lot of our guest speakers that we have come in. Sure. You know, attorneys, accountants, you know, and, and you know, for one person to stay educated in every industry, it's very hard to do, especially it's, it's with the, the way difficult. industries are evolving, technology and, and, and changing in government structure and things along that lines. You know, we want to make sure that an advisor knows their limits like we do right. and, and has that network to say, you know what, I see and I understand that there's an estate plan that needs to be put together here. I understand how it's going to affect them, but I have the perfect person to come in and do that. Just like the contractor says, I know the plumber for you. I know the guy to do it, right? I know the estate planning attorney for you that's going to make this easy. you're going to need a different plumber if you have septic compared to well compared to public sewer. Correct. They're going to have different specialties, right? And the the, the truth of it is, and I'll sidebar you before you go to the community spotlight, I had a conversation yesterday with a client that said, you know, I met with this one particular group for the trust or an estate planning. And they said, this is the next step. The trust is the next step. This is the way I should go. Should I do it? And I said, well, yeah, I trust them because I know that they're a good group and they care about you, you know, and, and they care about the people we work with. So there's that symbiotic relationship, right? That if they do well, we're going to do well. And that makes sense. Yeah. And let's get into that, you know, advisor role in a second here. Uh, We're going to jump to our community spotlight, which is always a great time for us. Uh, Today we have uh, a great, uh, you know, kind of firm that we work with property and casualty is is a, a lot of times people ask us to refer on a property and casualty can we do it um you know I, but I, you know i want to show uh sean cullen uh who's in the east greenbush area it's uh cullen insurance agency llc uh 16c uh, north greenbush road troy new york 12180 you can reach him at 518-326-1191 uh fax number 518-326 0475. So if you need some property casualty needs met, uh, actually, I think you know his son. I do. I actually, co- I coached his son a long time ago in a different life when I used to coach football, and it was a great experience. I wanted to bash him on the head a few times, but hey, you know what? That's what kids do. They drive you crazy and they make you lose all your hair. Look at that. <laughs> surprise, surprise. So if you, you know, you're in a market for prop, uh, property and casualty agent looking to you know, find out about your, if your coverage is right or, or change up coverage, great for him to go to in a local area. So that's our community spotlight. Uh, but jumping back into into you know that advisor role, mm-hmm. it, you know the other thing that pe- that clients need to understand with your advisor is a lot of times they're there as an emotional coach as well. It's a big piece, huge piece, right? And the psycholo- uh, psychological end of our business, I think, is a lot of times understated. Um, you know, us talking a client off the ledge of making the worst financial decision in her life is just as important as managing the investments you know, the correct way or plugging in a professional that that we need. And and some of this is actually walking them through the emotional transition from saving for retirement to actually retirement. Right. And I find recently as our clients age and we have this large demographic of baby boomers that are retiring Mm -hmm. is a lot of those conversations are centered around the life coaching end of things of how do I transition and retire emotionally breaking my habit of going to work and that type of stuff. And it doesn't sound like that's a role for an advisor, but you'd be surprised at how many it's conversations a, it's a big piece. about it. It's, it's a bit, I mean, you said, you said the word coach three times there without even knowing it, right? Life coach, money coach, right? Job coach, right? What does a great coach do? What does Adap- a great adapts, right? They adapt and they inspire their athlete, their client, right? Yeah. To perform at their best. 
So, and you, you know, not that I like the Patriots at all, but Bill Belichick is a great coach because he inspires guys. I know you're like ready to throw the water at me. I know Mike Tomlin. Yes, I know Mike Tomlin's a great coach. Only the fourth Pittsburgh coach in the history of the NFL. I know. All right, we're sidetracking. I know. It's all right. But, you know, Bill Belichick brings a lot to the table with developing a person. And it's the same concept with a client, right? Develop. He hasn't won with Tom Brady there, though. I anyway. know he hasn't won, but if you think about the level of talent he has, he's done extremely well yeah, with the level of talent he has, and it's been a huge change, but that's okay. The, the point is, is he's done as much. With this. <laughs> for the he's, advisor. <laughs> he's done as much as he can with the talent he has for them to be successful. And the advisor does the same thing with the client. They do as much as they can to let them be successful. And sometimes that's getting them out of their own way. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes that's just coaching them through a scenario where the market's down, they're stressed, and they're fearful. What do I do? Yeah, and you know, and the different relationships that uh, advisors have with their clients are based on the licenses that they obtain and, yeah. and how they present themselves to their client. And, and the biggest push has been in the fiduciary role, right? It's that idea of a legal responsibility to make a recommendation based on the client's best interest. You know, and, and, and everybody thinks that their advisor can do that or does that. And in most cases they do, but doesn't mean that they technically are doing that. Right. You know, and, and it's a different of pushing a product for, say, a commission. Or a ver- concept. Or, or a concept. Right. Versus taking a look at the entire financial plan like we do. Right. And saying, all right, what makes sense and is in best interest for the client based on the goals that they tell us? Right. And we're not locked into one particular subset of choices. Of choices or locked into a, a you know. We, we can use one company for investment, one company yeah. for life insurance, and one company for annuity, and they may not be the same company. Square peg, round hole doesn't work in financial planning. You know, we, we want to make sure that we're customizing that ar- around their approach. I feel like that's been the scariest thing for me personally, as I've met with more and more friends and family that need help, is that people that do meet with an advisor, they're under the impression that there there is only one set of products. There is only one, you know, this is the way, and it's the only way. That, then that's not necessarily the truth. You got to have, you got to be willing to have a bigger conversation and you got to be willing to be coached to get to that next spot, you know? And there's a lot of generalities around there with investing. Like, like all of this product is bad. Right. Or all, all of this uh, investment vehicle you stay away from at a certain age or, right. or whatever. But a fiduciary has to remove that from mm-hmm. their mind and say, okay, well, what can this be used for and how can this enhance the client's portfolio for their best interest? Yep. And it may not be the advice that the client wants to hear. That's, those are the hardest conversations too. Right. It, it may be, this is in your best interest, but the client's thinking, wow, I heard an article about this and right. it said, don't ever do it. <laughs> I heard an article about annuities and they're awful. We should never do them. Or, right. Like, yeah. Yep. Or stay away from this type of ETF mm-hmm. or, the, or, or this type of investment or whatever it might be. Sure. And, and a, a, a true fiduciary that's looking at the whole picture and concerned about the client is going to present it regardless of what they know the client's feeling is on it. Sometimes a great a great exercise that I think I, I've done before is explaining a vehicle without saying the word of it and then say the word at the end, right? Like, what if I could give you a guaranteed income forever, there's no risk, and the income goes until you die? Someone's like, oh my God, that's great. Oh, that's an annuity. I don't want that. Because they heard the word and oh my God, I associate the word with, I've read this thing, I've heard this thing. Because there's different types. And Thousands that may of types. be one type. Right, like an, an and immediate, what, right? And what yeah. they hear is the word, but not the type Correct. that is suitable for them. Yep. Right, perfect, perfect example. I had a client 
very first time I sat down with them as a prospect before they became a client, sure. the very first thing they said to me was like, I don't want to talk about life insurance. Very first word. And lo and behold, when, when we looked at the full financial picture and snapshot and, and what they were trying to do with, with philanthropy and gift giving and, State and protecting stuff to, to their kids and wealth transfer, what they ended up settling on was life insurance <laughs> because it was in their best interest and it was the best product for them based on what they were trying to do. Yeah. But the problem was is prior advisors that had talked to them had never really walked them through what it was. Mm-hmm the different things that were available in that product line yeah. and why it, it suited their need. And once they understood those things, it was an obvious choice. And they said, wow, I didn't realize that that's all what the benefits. Do. Yeah. Right. So, so sometimes it's having the hard conversation, even though the client says, I don't want to talk about it, but as long Listen, as you know, their goals, a ton, a ton of, a ton of financial advisors out there, they don't even talk about life insurance. They don't even talk about estate planning. They'll just, they're going to go right to that. All right. What's your rate of return? What do you want for a rate of return? How many times a year do you want to talk? And I feel like uh, as, a, as a client, if I'm hearing that, I'm, I'm probably going to say, okay, I might want more than this. I might, I might want to have a bigger conversation. Yeah. Because it's not all about rate of return. I mean, yes, it's part of it, but it's about, you know, the, the subsequent things you're going to do with your advisor. Do they support a local charity? Do they, do they integrate into the community? Are they, you know, are they doing things that mean something to you? Yeah. So, well, you know, those are all the intangibles that, that, you know, make you want to work with that person. You take care of the little things and the big things take care of themselves. Yeah. So, tell me, so tell me who said that, Mr. Esley. So a couple, <laughs> so a couple key points is, you know, check out your advisor. Yes. I would check them out on, on, on broker check. Uh, I would engage in that conversation about, are they a fiduciary? Are, are they working in your best interest? What are, you know, what are their products? What, what do they offer? Are, sure. are they not afraid to offer Everything across the board, regardless of what it is, are That's they point. are they excluding a product line, or are they or are they captive, right? Or, are they or, are they, or captive? they captive? You know, maybe they're, maybe they're proprietary. Maybe. maybe maybe they work for a firm and they only offer That's it. one product because that's all the company offers. Right. You want to know that stuff. So there's questions you, sh- you should ask an advisor out there. Uh, and as always, if you have additional questions or you want to find out more or engage more in, in our conversation, you can reach us at 43 British American Boulevard, Latham, New York, 12110. 12- oh, as always, it's your time, your money.net for your net worth. Like and subscribe. Uh, please forward this on to uh, friends, family, other people that can benefit from uh, these, these uh, episodes. And uh, once again, like and subscribe. And as always, it's your time. And your money. Adam Jones, Matthew Trillo, Mark Esley, Financial Advisors, 43 British American Boulevard, First Floor, Latham, New York, 12110, 518-724-5004. Cetera Investors is a marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Cetera Investment Advisors, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Today's Community Spotlight, Cullinan Insurance Agency, LLC, 16C North Greenbush Road, Troy, New York, 12180. Phone number 518-326-1191. Special thanks, Chris Conlin, owner and craftsman, Skulls and Sawdust, 518-852-3673, skullsandsawdust at gmail.com. Special thanks to Bobby Chase and Jeff Carlson of Next Evolution. Media 518 879 
1779 bobbychase84 at gmail.com. And last but not least, a very special thanks to our families for sacrificing many hours to let us see the vision through its reality. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not tailored towards any particular individual investment objectives or financial situation. This is not intended to be an offer or solicitation to purchase any security or insurance product. Zotero representatives do not provide legal, tax, or estate planning services. Should you require such service, you should consult a legal, tax, or estate planning professional. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Rebalancing may be a taxable event. Before you take any specific actions, be sure to consult with your tax advisor. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Satara Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, and attorney for details related to your specific goals and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. The Esli Group operates under Satara Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of the Esli Group. You should always obtain a perspective when available prior to investing to know your risks, costs, and fees associated with the investments. Satara Investors is a marketing name of Satara Investment Services. Securities and insurance is offered through Satara Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Satara Investment Advisor, LLC. Satara is under separate ownership from any other entity named. 43 British American Boulevard first floor Latham, New York, 12110. Phone number 518-724-5004. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either registered representatives who offer only brokerage services or receive transaction compensated commissions, investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fee based on assets, or both registered representatives and investment advisor representatives who can offer both types of services.